Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of Maction right here on the Believe Sports Network, live from Los Angeles. I'm your host, Mark Scafidi, former Northern Illinois Husky, who came away with a big victory this week over our arch rival, the Toledo Rockets. I wouldn't consider Toledo thinking that we're the rival, but we'll get to that in a minute. I don't know if that was the biggest game of the week, but uh, it, it did have major implications in the MAC uh, championship. So I don't know. We'll start off with Western Michigan versus Ball State because I don't know if there was like one game this week that was more important than the others. But this game for Western Michigan was a chance to solidify their grip on the MAC West. I mean, they were the hottest team in the MAC. I would say coming into the game against the Cardinals, but uh, Drew Plitt from Ball State on the first play of the game hit 75 yards. Jalen McGaughty, wide open on the left sideline. Um, that set the tone for Ball State. And Ball State, two weeks ago, I was giving up for dead in the MAC. I mean, their season looked like it was on the brink of collapse, and now all of a sudden, having a big victory, uh, they are right back in it. Western Michigan isn't is you know a game behind Ball State now. So it was a statement game for the most part for Ball State to say, hey, we're, our season's not over. We're saving this season. And for Western Michigan, I, I thought it was a, definitely um, a chance to really take control and you know get themselves in a position to be a step or two away from a MAC West championship. Uh, but it didn't happen. Ball State forced four turnovers. Um, uh, Western Michigan's Caleb Ellaby um, didn't throw an interception um, all season, and yet the Cardinals picked them off on uh, back-to-back drives in the second half. So it was definitely uh, a shocker. Uh, give Ball State a lot of credit. They were down for the count a couple of weeks ago, and Ball State came back against what I thought was a really good Western Michigan team. And, I mean, they they kind of manhandled them. It was 45-20. So it definitely, definitely wasn't close. Um, and give, give the Cardinals everything. They, they saved their season a couple last week and then this week. Uh, Ball State is back. So you kind of have to give uh, Ball State everything that they earned. Uh, Drew Plitt finished the game with 310 yards, four touchdowns, monster game. Ladarius Jefferson, 65 yards on 21 carries for Western. That, that's not very good. 21 carries for 65 yards. Uh, Johans Tyler for Ball State, five receptions, 93 yards, two touchdowns. Um, plus, they had the big, the big game, you know, set the tone right off the, the bat with a 75-yard touchdown. Um, Ball State moves to three and three in the season, one and one in the MAC. Western Michigan four and two in the season, one and one in the MAC. But they're a game behind Western Michigan now. So in order to leapfrog the um, Ball. Ball State, you're going to have to basically have Ball State lose twice. And it's October, so how many games are, you know, realistically are they going to lose? So good job by Ball State. Um, that sets up a huge matchup in a couple weeks with uh, Northern Illinois. So who, again, Northern Illinois thinks Toledo's their number one rival in the MAC. I know because I'm, I'm a Northern person. I don't think Toledo sees us the same way as the as we see them because we don't actually have a natural rival in the MAC because you know there's no other team 
other than Ball State that's close to us. And we're not really like rivals with Ball State. There is a trophy game for NIU and Ball State, but it's not really a rivalry. Um, because Ball State and NIU have not really been super good at the same the same years. So it really hasn't turned into a rivalry. But NIU goes into the glass bowl. No Harrison Whaley for NIU. He was the MAC offensive player a couple weeks in a row. Big tailback, huge season going in. He they didn't give an update on his condition, which in college, they're not, it's not the NFL. You're not required to, and they haven't. So he was in a sling. That's the kind of the update, which is not really an update at all, but that's all you're going to get as of now. I haven't heard anything else. NIU goes in without their best player um, to Toledo. Now, if you watch the game, NIU's offense is stalled. John Richardson kicked five field goals for NIU, one of them on the final possession to win the game. Um, NIU's passing game is not good. It's inconsistent at best. Rocky Lombardi, the quarterback for NIU, is he's just been okay. I mean, there's no other way around it. None of the games he's looked great. Um, so against a team that's got a you know great offense going, which Toledo didn't. Toledo struggled the entire game too until the fourth quarter when they came back. But I I thought they were going to win the game. Um, honestly, when they took the lead in the fourth quarter. I kind of thought, wow, you know, it's Toledo's at home. Toledo looks a little bit better than NIU the whole game. NIU could not score touchdowns, five field goals. I mean, had NIU converted any of those field goals and touchdowns, this game would have been over a long, long before it ended, before Richardson kicked the game-winning field goal uh, with 26 seconds left. But Toledo's just not, not consistent at all. I mean, this is not the team that almost beat Notre Dame a month ago. This team should not have lost to NIU if that, you know, the way they played against Notre Dame. But they haven't played like that since, for, other than against UMass, and UMass is terrible. But UMass did beat UConn uh, for their first win in 17 tries. So good win for the, the Minutemen, probably their only win all year. And UConn, um, you do have a chance for a victory next week against, I don't want to give, uh, if, they, if UConn wins, I don't want to give them too much credit because they're playing, I believe, Yale. Uh, who is a non-scholarship Ivy League team from the FCS. And in case you didn't know, um, the Ivy League does not do athletic scholarships. So whether it's the basketball or football, they don't do it. They, they don't have them. Um, so if UConn gets their first win next week, take it with a grain of salt. They beat an FCS team who doesn't play in the FCS playoffs and also doesn't have scholarships. So it's a win, but at the same time, it, it, you, know, it, you can't give them too much credit. But enough about UConn and their losing streak um, and UMass's win. Uh, Toledo, I mean, they, they look like they're just off. They weren't, they weren't firing on all cylinders at all. I mean, it was, it was sloppy for both teams. I mean, both teams didn't, didn't play great. NIU played a little bit better, and I think NIU was a surprise. At 4-2, and two, two undefeated in the MAC. I mean, honestly, I didn't see this coming this year. I mean... Toledo, you would have thought, would have won the game, but it didn't happen. NIU got the victory. It doesn't matter how you win, but NIU came away with the W. Uh, Daquan Finn for Toledo, 179 yards, two touchdowns. Ontario Brown for NIU, uh, 24 carries, 98 yards, fill, filling in for Harrison Whaley. That's a nice day from your backup running back. One touchdown, the only touchdown. And Tyree Ritchie for NIU, eight receptions, 98 yards. Pretty good afternoon uh, for him. Um, 
Toledo, I mean, you're in trouble right now too because you're a game. You're really two games back now of NIU. So the Rockets' chances for a MAC West championship and MAC championship probably on life support. They can't afford one more loss and they're over. Um, and we'll go to another team that was, frankly, very surprising. Uh, Akron Bowling Green. Akron Zips coming out with a 35-20 victory at Bowling Green. Who, uh, remember, well, Bowling Green a couple weeks ago beat Minnesota, the Golden Gophers. And they've lost two MAC games in a row. You would not have thought Bowling Green would be 0-2 at this point after beating Minnesota. I, I thought of the Minnesota game. Everything in Bowling Green is switched on. It is all working for the Falcons. And in reality, when you lose to Akron by 15, and uh, Akron deserved the win. This, but again, going into the season, I would have said this is both of these teams, this is your only chance for a victory because neither one was thought of very much in the preseason. Um, I, I guess you'd have to say Akron is better than we all thought because um, they've got two wins, one's over Bryant. So it's kind of hard to kind of hard to predict. Uh, Bowling Green is very, very disappointing based on uh, the last couple weeks. Since Minnesota, they have just, yeah, it's kind of fallen apart. They're 0-2 in the MAC. Um, their MAC championship goal is almost over already. I mean, they're 0-2. They're in big trouble. Uh, Matt McDonald, Bowling Green, uh, 257 yards, two touchdowns. Blake Hester, Akron, 20 carries, uh, 120, two touchdowns. Tyrone Broden for Bowling Green, four receptions, 111 yards, two touchdowns. That's all great, but man, Bowling Green, I don't know. This that was I didn't see that one coming. I kind of thought after Minnesota that this was a guarantee. This is one of those games you're gonna win from now on. But they didn't give the Zips credit. You know, Akron's two and four. Hey, two wins in a season for Akron. It's been three years. So good job, Zips. Uh, gotta keep it rolling next week. Miami of Ohio, Eastern Michigan, Miami of Ohio 12, Eastern Michigan 13. Eastern Michigan looking good. They beat by a point. Uh, in MAC play, they're one and one, four and two overall. So two games away from a bowl game. So that's also important. Back to regular bowl games this year. So bowl bowl eligibility is a real thing again. So these teams that are struggling right now, below 500, you got to get to six wins because not everyone's going to get to Detroit, but you're going to get six wins almost guaranteed. You get to a bowl game. So Miami of Ohio is in trouble right now at two and four. Eastern only needs to win two more games. Um, AJ Meyer, Miami of Ohio. Uh, 259 yards in the air. Tyree Shelton for uh, Miami, nine carries, 41 yards. That's really nothing. Jack Sorensen for Miami, seven receptions, 123 yards, but all in the losing cause. So the Eagles get it done, uh, 13 to 12. Uh, Central Michigan comes back roaring in the fourth quarter to beat Ohio, who looked like they had this one. Um, this one locked up. I was watching this one on ESPN3, and I was watching it thinking Daniel Richardson and, and company for the Chippewas are going to uh, go down at Ohio. But they came storming back in the fourth quarter and stole a victory from the Bobcats, who are now two games away from bowl ineligibility. So, yeah, we're, it's, it's, our, it's you know, mid-October, and we're already talking about teams being eliminated from bowl contention in two more games. Central Michigan moves to 3-3. Three and three. Their bowl possibilities look really good right now. Um, their MAC West championship 
looks pretty good as well. I mean, they're still alive. Uh, Daniel Richardson, uh, 257 yards, one touchdown through the air. Lou Nichols, the third for the Chippewas, 186 yards on the ground, one touchdown on 30 carries. Dallas Dixon, four receptions for 91 yards for the Chips. Central Michigan earned that victory late in the game. It was a big time, big time victory too, because that sets up a big game uh, again in a couple weeks. So it's these are these are big if you want to keep yourself alive for the Mac West Championship. Uh, you've got to beat the bad teams. Kent State 48, Buffalo 38. This is the Kent State team I kind of thought we'd see this year. Uh, Dustin Crum, 407 yards, folks. 407, three touchdowns. Monster game from, from Crum. Marquez Cooper, Kent State, 112 yards, one touchdown. Dante Cephas, 13 receptions, 186, three touchdowns. The golden flashes. The, I, I, going into the year, I would have said they're probably the best team in the MAC. But they played such a terribly hard schedule, nobody could tell how they matched up against MAC teams. They played really well in this game. Buffalo falls to two and four on the season. Their bowl hopes are in life support as well. It's tough when you fall below 500 to get to that six win mark. You're going to need some November Maction magic to get there. Uh, Kent State. 2-0 in the MAC, looking like Mackey's favorites right now, 100%. I would say the golden flashes right now look like Coach Lewis has got that team rolling. And it's and granted, teams they played at the beginning of the year set them up for this, too. All of the games they play now are easier than the games they've already lost. So definitely working out for Kent State playing that hard schedule because these games are probably appearing much easier. Let's move our attention to next week. Uh, in a matter of days, we'll start off with Ohio at Buffalo. Two teams below 500. The early kickoff, noon Eastern time in Buffalo. Two and four Buffalo versus one and five Ohio. Buffalo's a nine-point favorite. Uh, this one, man, if Buffalo loses, it's, it, it, it's bad. Buffalo needs this one. Ohio's season at one and five, I mean, what can you say? They're kind of out of it already. So it's like, you know, it's going to take a miraculous run for the Bobcats to even get to bowl eligibility at this point. Buffalo, if you want to go to a bowl game, this has to be a, a victory. It's that simple. You, you're not really playing for the MAC championship anymore. You're playing for a bowl game. You've got to win this one if you want to get to a bowl game because Ohio has struggled most of the year. Um, the last two games, they played better. One against Akron, and last week they played well up until the fourth quarter when they fell to the Chippewas. Uh, 11, 12, 1, 2. This is the second window. Ball State, Eastern Michigan, ESPN+. Plus. So these games are hard to watch unless you have someone's Disney Plus password. That's another way you can get at this. You can share the Disney Plus login, and ESPN Plus will work on your phone or computer. I figured that out because now I have someone's Disney Plus password. So I'm able to watch all of the ESPN Plus things. Uh, Ball State at Eastern Michigan. Whew. This is, it's almost an elimination game. Ball State, 3-3, three 1-1 three, one one in the MAC. Eastern Michigan, 1-1 one one in the MAC. MAC West title. Both teams are alive. The winner of this game continues to be alive. The loser of this game is in major trouble. The loser of this game is most likely looking at just going to a bowl game. 
it's going to be very hard for the loser of this game to get into the MAC championship game because you have an undefeated NIU still out there in the MAC West. This is ESPN Plus, Ball State a one-point favorite, so that's nothing. This is a toss-up pick'em game. It's in Ypsilanti. It's it's a hard game to pick, but Ball State the way they played the last two weeks, I'm going to go Ball State. It's just a gut feeling, but I'm going to go with the Cardinals on the road in this one. Akron, Miami of Ohio, two sub 500 teams. ESPN Plus. Uh, this one is a 2:30, the 2:30 window. This one's in Miami. Not much on the line here. Technically, the winner of this one is alive in the MAC East, but reality is neither of these teams is probably going to be able to push Kent for the MAC East title. So, and I don't know if either of these teams is really going to be in position for a bowl game at the end of the season, but the winner of this game is still alive. I mean, they're only three games away. The loser of this game already has five losses. So it's a 19-point favorite for Miami. If Miami wants to get to a bowl game, they have to beat Akron. It's that simple. Akron is not one of the stronger teams in the MAC. You have to win this game in order to get to a bowl game, and that should be the goal at this point. Uh, we have Bowling Green at NIU. DeKalb, ESPN Plus, another one. Hard to watch, but if you have a login, you can get it that way up. Otherwise, the streaming sites, Buff Streams was good last week. It works pretty well. Um, NIU is at home, 4-2, and 2-0 two, two and on the MAC. A couple weeks ago, I would have thought, man, this is a tough one to pick. But the way Bowling Green's played the last two weeks, I'm going to definitely go with the Huskies. NIU at home, nine-point favorites. It's, it just looks like a game NIU's going to get. Um, it's hard to pick Bowling Green based on, you know, if, this, if, if they were coming off of Minnesota, I would say, oh, yeah, Bowling Green probably has a realistic shot of getting this one. But I don't think that after watching the last couple games. I'm going to go with the Huskies at home, get it done, move to 3-0 and in the MAC and 5-2. and after going winless last year, this will get them to five wins if NIU gets there, which puts them one win away from a bowl game. The last game on Saturday, oh, we have two games left. Uh, 12.30, uh, so that's 3.30 Eastern time. Toledo versus Central Michigan. Toledo, three and three. Season on the line. It's absolutely me. They're still getting to a bowl game, I think, at three wins. But Mac West dreams on the line here, just like Central Michigan. They're also three and three. This is the winner of this game, still looking good. They're still alive, chasing NIU in the Mac West. This is CBS Sports Network, so a little easier to watch. Toledo's a five and a half point favorite on the road at Central. I don't know which Toledo team's going to show up. You, it seems like it's a mystery every week. Central Michigan has been consistently better the last couple of weeks. So I'm probably, I'm going to go underdog in this one. Central Michigan gets it done at home behind Daniel Richardson. Uh, that's my gut feeling is the Chippewas get this one done uh, in Mount Pleasant. But again, Toledo could be the same team that showed up against Notre Dame and wow, you know, Toledo looks great. So it's hard. I just don't think Toledo has it, has that Notre Dame magic left in them this year, but we'll see. It just seems unlikely right now that they're going to have that type of all of a sudden out of nowhere Toledo's back to playing Notre Dame, you know, pizzazz. That seems very unlikely at this point. 
And finally, uh, this could be possibly on ESPNU Mac West Championship or Mac Championship game. I mean, up until last week, I would have said this is a preview of the Mac Championship game. Kent State at Western Michigan. Western Michigan's a seven-point favorite. Kent State's been playing much better since they got to the Mac, which was expected. Western, on, this one's on ESPNU, 3.30, uh, the 3.30 window Eastern in, in Michigan. So I like Kent State, honestly. I, I really like Kent State. Last week, Western, had they won and beat Ball State, I would have said Western, yeah, they're on a roll. This is like their year to get back to the championship. But this one is hard. This one is hard because I like the way Kent's playing. And I liked Western up until last week. So this will be a big game to see if Western can. I think this is probably the best game of the day next week. Um, this game is probably why it's on ESPNU. It is probably the, the best MAC game we're going to get. I like the Golden Flashes over Western Michigan on the upsets. That's two upsets I'm going with. I like Toledo over Central Michigan. I like Kent over Western. I don't know, Akron, Miami. I mean, I don't know if that's an upset either way, but I'm going to go with Miami. Um, uh, NIU is a home favorite. So if NIU wins this one, they have a three, you know, they got a, a, a three Mac O lead in the Mac West. So that will set up for an NIU a big game against Western Michigan, assuming Western Michigan can beat Kent, and they have a big Ball State game left. So uh, the MAC is shaping out as it always does into teams around the six and six mark and seven and five. I don't know if we're going to have an eight-win MAC team this year. Yeah, it's possible. Um, I don't know if NIU is going to run the table on the MAC because they have four wins already, but. Uh, Eastern Michigan, again, I don't know if they're going to get four more wins. They, uh, maybe seven wins, six, seven wins for those for the MAC leaders so far. Uh, but it is exciting. And let's all remember, keep cheering for Cincinnati. As a group of five conference, Cincinnati is our lone hope to get into the college football playoff. So if you're watching a Cincinnati game, cheer for the, the uh, Bearcats because without them, we will have no representation in the college football playoff which has been obviously the norm because we don't get invitations to the college football playoff. So cheer for the Bearcats. Cheer for your MAC team. I will be here next week, as always, to break down for you and give you a preview of the following upcoming week. I am Mark Scafidi. And have a great weekend of MAC and everybody. And let's, uh, let's see how this weekend plays out. Uh, this isn't the crucial weekend of the MAC season, but it's going to lead into a big time weekend following. Have a great weekend, everybody. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.